Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to The Spooky Hour. Yay! Yay. Guys, My Chemical Romance is back. Guys, <laughs> This just music? happened like an hour before we started recording, and I'm still not okay. Pun <laughs> intended. We will never be okay. I literally, I wasn't going to drink tonight, and then they did that, and I was like, shit, I need a drink. Absolutely. What are you drinking, Summersby? Summersby. And it's actually, I don't remember it being this delicious. I don't drink it often, but it's fucking delicious. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty good, actually. Sponsor us, Summersby. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, holy shit, my cam, man. That's it. That's been the highlight of my week so far. I've been having Literally. a crusty week. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, I needed they just this. Need, they knew it. I found out, though, they're working with their old manager from, like, 2003, which That's explains why, music... why it sounds the way it sounds. I was going to say it sounds like 2003, 2004 yeah. My Chem, for sure. I'm fucking stoked. It's good. It's Pretty not like it. my favorite My Chem song ever. I'm not going to be dramatic about it, but like it's better than I expected a comeback song to be. It's better than their last album. We'll just... It sure is. <laughs> I'll just say that. Uh, um, but yeah, that's that's yeah. all I got today. Uh, I have to apologize for the audio last week because oh yeah I didn't I figured out well Stuart figured out what happened and I didn't tell Holly because I need her like genuine reaction oh no she's, I'm like scared. you're a fucking moron <laughs> so we recorded and everything was fine blah 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 I listened to it to edit it and I'm like why do I sound like I'm eight years away and uh so whatever we posted it and Stuart's like I'll take a look at it when I can so we went downstairs and looked at it and he's like Janelle you know your mic was backwards right was it actually it was actually backwards guys oh my god because i remember you saying it sounds like my mic is backwards <laughs> i literally said that i was like i don't understand it yeah my <gasps> mic was backwards and i am new oh to this oh my god that's so fucking funny mm-hmm. i love that and i love that you like owned it and told everybody Absolutely. <laughs> this Duh. is just who we are as people <laughs> Oh my god, you're so fucking funny. Is it the correct way today? You made me look it at is. my mic now. I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it is. You might hear a humming in the background, but we had to turn our AC on because it's like Satan's asshole in my house right now. So there's a It's already nice that season. It was, it's nice for like a little bit and then reality starts to kick in and then you're like sweaty at night. And See, I don't even like, I don't think it's nice at all. Like ever, it's, for me, it's like the, the the first couple days of like the vitamin D that I'm very much lacking, <laughs> and then I get like all happy and joyous, and I'm like, oh yay, let's go outside. And then the second it gets like twenty five ish, I'm like, nope, absolutely not, no, nope. back to the basement. It's just like it's like my basement's so cold, it's so nice, but like our t- top floor, like our main floor, uh, River sleeping there, and he's currently just sleeping in his diaper because it's so fucking hot up there. It's insane. Yeah, AC season all the way. All the way. I'm so happy it turned on. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the best feeling ever? I've been using mine in my car. Carl already yelled at me for it. I was like, listen, it's my fucking car. I'll do what I want to. And oh. it's turned the AC on in May. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it was like, it felt like 28 degrees today. It did. And I didn't want to roll the windows down because I like did my hair for once. Yeah. And I, I couldn't fuck that up. It's <laughs> it just can't happen. No. Stuart got a sunburn, like a really bad one. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my favorite at. part is watching all you people burn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't sit outside today. I walked Yet. to the grocery store and came back and that was it. That's all I did. Yet. It's coming. It's, I know. I'm pretty sure like a couple weeks ago was my last year burn. Like Was it? Ago. Yeah. I have a Snapchat of it. 
I love that you have like like burn memories like the, the good burn from 2021 i'm pretty sure the caption was first burn of the year yeah <laughs> that's so funny i i've only gotten one sunburn and it was when i was in florida and it was pretty bad it was like peely and gross florida really fucked you up yeah i got strep throat i had a sunburn you have to pay like was, a million dollars for like health care yeah i get florida kicked the shit out of me it stands up to its reputation it does that's so funny. Fort Lauderdale was lovely, though, I must say, where all the old people go. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're so old. <laughs> yeah. Um, should we get into it before the child awakens? Yeah, River's having a hard time. He's grown uh, some teeth, and apparently that's early. difficult. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says tooth, like, well, he's. Every, everybody I tell, they're like, oh, I feel sorry for you. But he's. His top four teeth are coming in, and everyone's, like, at the same time. And I'm like, isn't that normal? But apparently it's not normal no i've never it's it's usually like one or two at a time maybe no all four yeah all four front ones and his two front ones right now are like really pushing through so he's not having a good time and i don't and that's why he wants to chew on everything too oh he'll just randomly bite you (laughs) (laughs) he's like a dog it's so funny (laughs) he bit kyle's leg the other day actually oh my god did he really (laughs) yeah i'm surprised did she get mad no she was kind of just like stared at him like what are you doing she's like i know i can't beat the shit out of you right now but god do i want to literally (laughs) oh poor guy though yeah that must be hard like usually like my nephew it was one tooth that was his first one and then the next one came like a little while after and then yeah like the older he got the more came up kind of thing no he got his bottom two teeth at the same time and now his top four at the same time because brutal he just wants to suffer i guess i don't know <laughs> he's like let's get this over with <laughs> literally he's like i don't got time for this oh poor guy well everybody let's do a uh what is it called that witches do like a not a prayer circle i was gonna say a shot because i feel like everyone needs a, a shot, shot. <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say like a hope for a good week for danielle because like a nap would be nice for her but a shot would be better a shot yeah <laughs> i mean it's like summertime that means i have so much shit to do outside so like there's no it's drinking mapping. season it's exactly absolutely <laughs> um, um let's get into it let's get into it spooky okay time. continuing from our spooky episode oh last right week. yeah uh we're gonna talk about area 51 so we've all hell heard yeah we it. are i'm so excited hell yeah hell yeah i told my dad and he's like really you're doing it finally oh my god and i was like yes dad there you go dad and he didn't even listen to last week's episode so <gasps> rude wow i know the betrayal Sorry. right and like the worst kind anyways <laughs> um so it apparently holds some like it could possibly hold some sketchy secrets um but we'll get into some history first so in 1864 a dude named patrick uh shehan shahan something just Not, patrick i was gonna say sheeran but no, that would have an r <laughs> no yeah no r um uh patrick star had built a home <laughs> for his family but also started like a mine it was called grow mine and opened in 1889 so way years later after living there um but it was near like grow mine or the grome lake so that's why it's called grow mine uh, or it could be groom i could be t- pronouncing it totally incorrect <laughs> uh, they were extremely remote. don't fact check us ever just don't, don't. <laughs> i mean my mic was backwards last week guys there's not much <laughs> like there's not much going off That's the like, on in my head. Thing. It's ridiculous. It's so um, on brand. <laughs> right? Um, so they were extremely remote and isolated in the Nevada desert. So everything was going well. And then Las Vegas was founded in 1905. And it was finally accessible by train in 1906. So it started wow. getting popping. Yeah. In 1941. That's the- so weird to think about. Right? Just like no Vegas. Just none. It was just desert before. I just want to know who came up with it. They're like, guys, let's just 
start a strip of like sex workers and gambling casinos and lights lots lights. of lights lots. <laughs> like anyone that has epilepsy fuck you that's what, <laughs> that was in their mind don't go to vegas don't go to vegas um i wouldn't even go i like i would never go to vegas for anything other than like the haunted museum and then like possibly storming area 51 um, <laughs> <laughs> we should have done that we had one chance we had one chance and we fucked it up guys uh, so everything was going well. Again, Las Vegas was founded. And then in 1941, the government started looking for areas that were remote to test bomber planes, which they settled on in the desert. Um, it was just an airstrip and called the Indian Springs Auxiliary Field Number One. In the desert? Yes. I mean, at least it's away from people. So I mean, yeah, like, but Jesus. <laughs> those poor lizards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this area strip was six miles from Patrick's home. In 1951, the United States Department of Energy started doing nuclear de- detonation tests, which was 20 miles from Patrick's home. So it was being done at a place called the Nevada Test Site. In 1954, the president at the time, Eisenhower, was worried about Russia and that their military could like ruin like America because they felt like they might have been a bit more powerful. So Eisenhower wanted to create a place where they could plan for a potential attack from the Russian government and also wanted a place where they could start testing their defenses and shit in case Russia, like, decided to attack. And alas, Area 51 was created in 1955, and this was during the height of the Cold War, hence why they were worried about Russia. Um, It is located in the desert northwest of Las Vegas, and they have a shit ton of acres that this place sits on. I assume, I couldn't find much about Patrick's family, but I assume that they fucking, like, pretty much kicked them to the curb and was like yeah. goodbye because area 51 is on their land <laughs> it is on their home i feel like they either got paid out or forced out definitely um so it's located in the desert northwest of vegas um as i said uh, i believe there's about like forty thousand acres oh, that wow. area 51 sits on yeah um it's also said that area 51 is used as a testing and developmental facility so essentially the goal of this place was to spy on the soviet union um, in the 50s and 60s, it was running a top-secret program called Oxcart, and the goal for this program was to create a spy plane that would be completely undetectable, which connects to that Soviet spy plane theory on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so this place was also created, like, some insane technology and aircrafts. The Archangel 12 was developed in Area 51. This craft travels more than 2,000 miles an hour. It's basically like a stealth plane and, like, takes photos. It's also the plane that Elon Musk and Grimes named their kid after. <laughs> Oh, that poor fucking kid. I hope they have like a like a name that they call it that's not that, you know? They call it it. Like like it goes by Joseph or something in its everyday life. Yeah, no. I don't I mean Grimes is like on a whole other planet at this point and Elon is just a douche. So I mean I don't know. That poor kid. That poor fucking kid. But, like, that's a rich kid, so, like, whatever. Yeah, that poor rich kid. I would take <laughs> I that I can only stu- feel so bad. I would take that stupid fucking name for my yeah. dad's inheritance. Yes, Yeah, please. absolutely. Right? Um, so, other notable mentions that, like, apparently I don't know why they're, like, notable, but here we are. So, the <laughs> SR-71 Blackbird and the F-117 or 117 Nighthawk Stealth Fighter, they were also tested in Area 51. Um, which is like, especially in like the fifties and sixties, you see this aircraft that isn't anything. Like if you Google it, like in the fifties, sixties, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? If you Googled back in the fifties. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> fair. So funny. Fair. But like, even if you like Google now and think back in the 50s, 60s. Yeah, it would look could, bizarre. You could understand why people are like, what is that? Yeah. Um, especially traveling like insane speeds. Like, what do you expect people to think? Like, this yeah, is like we, we have like air shows and stuff at our like carnivals here now. Like, it's like not unheard of to see crazy jets in the sky. Yeah. But I guess back then it was especially like nothing was shaped like that, I imagine, either. Yeah. Especially when the government always is so hush hush about this place. Like, no, yeah. one, no one knew about it. Um, Like, it was all built like top secret. Like, it wasn't like like when it was built, they didn't come out and be like, we built this thing. Like, people just they found just out it about in secret. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Area 51 is extremely secret and totally off limits, as we just said. Uh, it's surrounded by warning signs and security personnel, and if you pass the barrier, you will probably get shot. Um, <laughs> they, they, they literally <laughs> threaten it. Like, they'll, like, blow your head off, basically. I don't think, I don't think they're that traumatic. Insane. I feel like they'll probably just, like, arrest you, but, I mean, I They don't. gotta give you, like, a, like, a, like, a strike, like, like, three strikes yeah. to go into Area 51, and then, right. then they'll shoot you. Then they'll shoot you. Um... The sky above the area of Area 51 is also a no-fly zone as well. So, like, no aircraft can fly over it. Um, It's said that there's about 1,500 people working in Area 51 today. um, And there has never been one single car that has driven in. So, people believe that the workers are actually flown in. Um, Oh, I was going to say, do they live there? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That'd be terrible. Are you allowed to, like, get married and stuff if you work at Area 51? Because, like, I don't know. I just feel like I would tell my husband slash children everything that goes on i would also tell you <laughs> yeah what would you do at work today top secret alien things, things like aliens <laughs> um uh but it also makes me wonder like if they're flown in like what their schedule is like like it's obviously like not at nine to five could you imagine like just sitting there waiting to be like flown in but like becky's fucking late again because she had to go get Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> or it's like waiting for fucking the transit <laughs> yeah like i wonder if it's that bad like it's insane. Like, and what like would their schedules be like? Like, would they go for four days and like just sleep there? I, I would imagine out? if you're paying for fuel. Like, although that being said, it's the government. I don't think they give a fuck about fuel mm-hmm. charging and whatnot. Their citizens pay for it. Exactly. I but I do feel like it'd probably be like a X days on, X days off kind of thing. Yeah. And then I wonder if you like go home and you have like a microchip like under your skin and they can listen to all your conversations. <laughs> There's got to be some like security because I feel like how do you go home and not talk about that? right like how do you just not talk about your job with whoever you live with like i couldn't i like i'm terrible first of all the tea (laughs) my first day i would be fired so quick absolutely they wouldn't we would make it past screening we would never get hired (laughs) we would never i totally won't expel your secrets i promise (laughs) um so apparently there was an interview conducted by seattle times and interviewed a guy who worked as like a contractor in area 51 his name was um james something because i i spelt it wrong guys and they auto corrected and i don't remember what it was james something <laughs> that's my bad and i didn't even realize it, it right now <laughs> it auto corrected to once which i know is not his last name <coughs> always You're dying me um so apparently he said that you could like order a steak like literally anytime and they basically had like professional like chefs on Ooh. standby in las vegas so you could be like 2 a.m and be like oh bitch i want a steak and they'd fly in a steak Give for you. steak and lobster yeah right I, I mean i guess they have to have like extreme perks to work yeah. in there to like keep your fucking secrets they would have to pay me to keep a secret like i'd have to be like well-fed well-dressed like yeah like i want to shit money at that point <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I want to be like Elon Musk, apparently. Yeah. Um, so the rumors of Area 51 really started circulating, being like a top secret UFO base was in 1947 with the Roswell incident. So now, as I said in the last episode, there was calls and reports years and years prior to this incident, but this crash site and at the time... Uh, like sorry prior to that crash site um but at the time the government was saying it was um like when they said when they found the crash site they're like it's a ufo and then they retracted their statement it was like it's not a ufo so that's mm-hmm. when like the height really built for that even though there was like years prior to people reporting this crash site really was just like well why is it here and it's so close to um area 51 it must be connected um for years, people claimed to see UFOs in the sky, especially in the area around Area 51. In 1989, Robert Lazar, his name didn't autocorrect, so we're good, <laughs> <laughs> claimed to have worked in Area 51, although there is no records to prove this, but it's Area 51. Like, how can you even find employment records? Yeah. Um, anyways, he said that while working in Area 51, he saw medical records and photographs of aliens. And he said that Area 51 is indeed a secret base for governments to study UFOs. Um, in June 2019, a kid named Maddie Roberts created a Facebook event page called Storm, <laughs> and I quote, Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. <laughs> Iconic. Maddie Roberts is going down in history. <laughs> that was so funny. So I'm pretty sure I like confirmed it too. I was, like, was this pre-pandemic? Up. This was pre-pandemic, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they unleashed the plague upon us for that reason. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) They're on to Area 51, unleash the plague. (laughs) I think Holly's on to something, you guys. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So he said that um, uh, it was originally created as a joke, and it was written on the Facebook page saying, and I quote, we can run faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. (laughs) And again, quote, what a legend <laughs> so iconic oh um, do you remember around that time i don't know if you would remember or if this is just something that stands out to me but there was like a shelter in texas that dressed up all of the dogs as aliens yes and they were like we're joining the storm come adopt our dogs that's so funny <laughs> it was the best day of my life <laughs> holly's like i need to adopt all of them <laughs> oh fuck i wanted to so bad i'm pretty sure it did end up clearing out the shelter though because it went viral yeah uh, and i'm pretty sure they adopted all the dogs out oh my god i fucking so, love like, that aw. <laughs> okay so even though we didn't storm area 51 it led to really great things guys yeah um so the facebook page hit two million users who said they were going including myself because i'm pretty sure I i'm pretty that. sure i did too <laughs> Um, obviously the government and air force were like shit in their pants and issued a lot of warnings and they were like really hostile about it. They're just like, they kind of hinted at the fact that they don't care about lives. (laughs) Yeah. Cool. Um, so now 2 million people definitely did not show up, but about 1500 people did. Um, it kind of just turned into like a big hangout sort of deal. I'm pretty sure people like made it a kind of like a rave. Like people it showed like up in like alien party. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly. What Sorry, it like. your I think your mic thing on your headphones keeps hitting your. Oh really? I think so. I keep hearing a click every couple seconds. My big ass head. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so it kind of turned into like a big hangout sort of deal. Um, Some people actually like hit the border of Area 51, but left when like law enforcement showed up. Yeah. Um, One person was arrested for... um, Wow. (laughs) When did I write this? So it says one person was arrested for people in public. Uh, so one person was actually arrested for urination in public. I don't even know how I fucked that up. 
that's it. That's peeing, I guess, autocorrected. Autocorrected to people. peeing in public. Yeah, I put probably, actually. And I autocorrected to people in I public. I love that that's the most serious charge, though. Like, no weapons, no, no drugs. No. Some people, dude just peed. Yeah, people just showed up with, like, their campers. And yeah. everyone was in alien costumes. And it was just, like, a party. It was so funny. Yeah, so no one stormed it. There was no aliens retrieved. Nothing. That's it. Um, in 2017, the government finally admitted to having a secret program that does actually investigate UFOs, and it has for years. They did not confirm that this was Area 51, but they did confirm that there was a program that did exist. They said this program ended in 2012, which is Lies. crazy because maybe the world was going to end, and they're like, what's the point of keeping this program alive? Because aliens are going to kill us anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but in 2020... It's they, all a cover-up. It's all a cover-up. In 2020, they announced they created a new task force, so they are back to searching and investigating UFOs, guys. Um, I think it's all a PR thing. I think they knew everybody was onto them, so like, um, it's actually a new one now. Right? They weren't doing it this whole time. It's thanks to you guys, we're doing it now. Yeah, we kind of did it, but like we failed at it because now <laughs> we have you guys to do it for us and tom DeLong. and tom DeLong. every the whole world has tom DeLong to thank for this and i'm, yes. gonna, I'm gonna go into that in the next episode are you oh my god that's so yes. cute this is like a three-parter guys um but that's pretty much all we know about area 51 right now and who knows if we will ever actually know what the fuck's going on there it's still open it's still like being used i've seen like like, I've watched, like, shows with my dad and stuff, and I can't recall it. This was, like, years and years ago. But, like, people, like, went up to the border of, like, Area 51, and then you see people, like, in the mountains with, like, guns aiming at them. And I'm like, I don't know if this is, like, staged for, like, the documentary or whatever, but, like, yeah. it's terrifying. Like, obviously, they're hiding some sketchy-ass shit. Yeah, like, it makes it look sketchier when you, like, have people with guns and saying, we'll shoot you on sight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I mention this every time we talk about Area 51, but... um american horror story does a really cool take on it spoiler alert don't listen for like three minutes if you care about that um i can't remember the president at the time but the president at the time basically like new aliens were coming and then like tried to like be nice with them or something and they Mm -hmm. made a deal where they would like mate with humans and that's what they did in area 51 was like mate with humans but they like kidnapped the humans and turned them into like breeders essentially and then what the uh, fuck? so they were supposed to just like breed enough like human alien hybrids to like go to their own planet but in the end they're like just kidding we want earth and then all of the like alien babies yeah that's wild. fucking wild it was a really it's it's i summarized it it's a really good season watch it is that the new one <laughs> uh yes newish one newest one and it's like the second half of okay. that season okay I'm gonna have it's to really good one. what they did um but yeah, so back to, like, the area. But, like, I'm sorry. I'm, like, flabbergasted. They actually made an episode of that? That's fucking sick. Yeah, no, it's really... And it's really well done. And it's, like, almost a... Not a believe, blah, 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 like fully believable story, but, like, mm. believable-ish. <laughs> Imagine that was, like, what's actually happening in Area 51, though. It, it's one and of it those, connects, like, it made you wonder kind of things. It's, like, what if it connects to, like, that conspiracy theory where, like, the Illuminati and, like, the lizard people... Oh, my God. And they're just birthing lizard Bro. people's... I need a tinfoil hat. Can you sell that in our merch? Tinfoil hats? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, but again, the government is like opening up to confirming UFOs finally. Um, so they may release more and we all have Tom DeLonge to thank for that. Um, I believe I say this at the end of that, that this like script as well. Um, so I think Obama was actually the first president to ever talk about Area 51. My mic just hit again. Um, 
um and like prior to that they kind of all just acted like it didn't exist apparently i didn't look too much like into that but i know obama did confirm yeah but i think he acknowledged area 51 because of that um uh, the tom DeLong thing yeah the when the video yeah. came out didn't he say something about like uh he said it like very vaguely where it's like i couldn't tell you if there was and well like he like hinted at it but he was yeah. basically like there's aliens yeah basically <laughs> yeah but they did Obama confirm. confirmed exactly and he's the best president to ever exist um <laughs> but basically they say that ufos exist and then there's like those three videos um but there is this thing called project blue book which basically holds all the ufo sightings that the government has received um and the project blue book actually like it it shows all of the the sightings that the government has actually taken seriously um so in next week's episode, I'm ending it here. So next week's episode, we'll, we'll talk about all of the sightings that the government has actually That's taken so seriously. Exciting. Yeah, we'll talk about those three video clips that were released by the government, thanks to Tom DeLonge. And then we'll talk about, we'll, we'll go more in depth of what Project Blue Book actually is. That's so fun. I love this. Super fun, guys. Because like... I could talk about it right now, but I'm just going to leave you wondering what the fuck Area 51 is like the rest of us. You're going to just have to listen next week. Yeah. So stay I love tuned. this. Three-parter. Like, I don't know a whole lot about, <coughs> excuse me, the history of like Area 51 and all of that stuff. So this is fun for me. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Basically, they're just kind of sitting on it saying that it was created in this, um, during the Cold War, built um, spy planes and shit to... I think the spy plane things was like a cover up. I think so too, and that like it goes into the instant the what we talked about in last week's episode where it was like we had all of these like secret top secret top secret projects and it's like a stealth plane with balloons, Um, but then we also have like those aren't aliens that fell they were like they're dummies dummies. yeah and it kind of like all goes into that. I'm so excited. But I think, though, the whole thing is, like, they've realized now that in the era of the internet and, and cameras and people's cell phones and stuff, you just can't deny it anymore. Yeah, you can't. Absolutely not. And they're and, just like, fuck it. We'll just let them know. We'll just you really let them can't, in on it. You cannot sit there and say that there is no possibility of other yeah things existing out of this world. I think that they have way more proof than they're letting us know. I think they're just giving us tidbits to, like, appease us. Because I feel but like... I think they've got some shit. I think so, too. And I feel like if they let us all know at one time, I feel like we're all going to have a panic attack. (laughs) I'm having a panic attack already, to be honest. It's going to be like Independence Day where everyone goes on the roof and then gets blasted by the fucking alien beam. At least it's quick, right? (laughs) I mean, fair, but also, like, don't kill me. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for next week. And I'm excited. So we, I guess we've decided to do more conspiracy theories, eh? So I want, I want more of this, this vibe from you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Also, thank you to everybody who voted. Like we were going to do it anyways, but it's nice to have your feedback. (laughs) I mean, we definitely were. That's the one thing about me is someone will tell me no, and I'm still going to do it. Absolutely. If I want to do it, it's going to get done. (laughs) I'm stuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging this like, um. It's kind of a conspiracy theory, but kind of like facts, but we're going to call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I want more of this. Because we we're going to go based on the facts, and then we all have our <coughs> opinions about it, and I think mm-hmm. that's that's the best part. I think I love podcasts, and I love listening to podcasts, but when you're, like, selling me your opinion, 
that's when I don't I would rather just give me all the facts and I can make my own opinion about it yeah or like we can chat about opinions I don't want to sit here and shove my opinion down your guys throat all that much but like I, I would rather <laughs> a you little guys, bit yeah yeah I'd rather you guys have the facts first and then yeah go from there because well, like, i like that we do that like we tend to like like talk about the episode and then we kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. and that's like unintentional we have no structure to the show no, whatsoever no. we just do that yeah and especially with area 51 we really have no idea all we know is it's top secret and you can't enter and that's all we fucking know about it there's been interviews with people claiming they've worked there and it's aliens and stuff is there any proof absolutely but you not. can't confirm it yeah. yeah i feel like people who would work there like they wouldn't let them live if they spoke yeah. about it kind of thing and I feel like, like it's that serious and on like the flip side i can totally understand why it would be top secret especially if they're doing secret spy shit because you don't you can't trust anyone that walks through a front yeah. door like you don't know if they're gonna go some... tell the opposing country or what have you yeah if they're like a spy from russia or another country who knows or aliens right. <laughs> or it no could it be is true and al- it could be a lizard in a person meat suit who knows <laughs> i like it we're gonna connect all of these conspiracy theories together and find one common thread we're gonna do it illuminati <laughs> <laughs> all right um so let us know what you think about area 51 so far and then i'm gonna talk about murder let's do it um so today we're gonna talk about like so he's almost a serial killer uh he's from canada what makes you a serial killer like how many kills is it i want to say it it has to be two i was gonna say it has to be at least two like to me it's two like the second you do more than one well but then that brings in the argument of like gang shootings like our gang shooting mm. serial killings etc cetera, etc cetera. so Maybe i don't more, know like i could think of like a serial like the way my mind is is like a serial killer is like kills the same like in the same way so like, yeah it has the same sort of pattern like it's exactly a, yeah and if you have two of those then it's technically a serial killer yeah because it's not a coincidence so, right yeah so this guy like uh almost killed one person and then actually killed another so that's why i said almost serial killer oh so Um, he didn't actually do a good job yeah so he was a really bad serial killer okay good to know um he's from alberta (laughs) of course he is (laughs) i had so much alcohol in my mouth right there that is perfect we okay. that was poor timing um my cousin lives in alberta so i'm allowed to make fun of him it's, it's, <laughs> it's just it's allowed like the texas of canada it, you're just oh allowed to it so is yeah it really or the, is. the florida is it florida yet um anyway so this guy's from there so you know how people always say like csi and criminal minds and stuff it's like bad because it inspires or teaches people to kill um overall i disagree with that but people uh this guy was allegedly inspired by dexter morgan oh my uh, favorite dexter yeah so i mean i I disagree with this and you'll find out why at the end but like they called him the dexter killer and said that he was inspired by dexter but he actually wasn't um i'm mad at this they give dexter a bad name um rude you give a serial killer a bad name (laughs) but he's like a good guy he's complex he's also (laughs) fictional (laughs) that also yes uh, so Mark Andrew Twitchell or Twitchell, I don't really know, was born on it's July fourth. Ni- I'm sorry, Twitchell, Twitchell, Twitchell? Twitchell. This guy was born on July fourth, nineteen seventy nine, in Edmonton. Uh, there's not really much known about his upbringing, but we do get some like serial killery vibes in his late teens into his early twenties. So Mark enrolled into a TV and radio program at the Northern 
Alberta Institute of Technology, where he excelled academically but failed in the friends department. Uh, so he, he was described as a loner, but he had like a, a circle of a few close friends. I hate doing episodes like oh that because it's like shit. Us? I was a loner, but I had a circle of a few close friends. Yeah, and then we killed like college. <laughs> oh no shit holly <laughs> um so one of those friends was a guy named drew kenworthy uh he gave interviews after these crimes took place and he said that mark was quote a good guy but not trustworthy um so he went on to say that mark was that guy in every group project that like never pulled his weight in the assignment but instead of just like saying he didn't do it or he, he forgot or whatever he would make up these like long-winded stories and excuses that just seemed like unrealistic like my grandma died and then i got hit by a car on my way to seeing her and like all like he was just dramatic about it um he lied frequently and i wanted to put this this elaborate lie in this episode because i thought it was fucking funny um in 1999 when star wars episode one the phantom menace premiered in canada uh drew so his friend had an idea to raise funds for the children's wish foundation uh he started this thing called the standathon and basically what they did is stand in the long lines at the theater and while people were waiting they would auction off items to like raise donations for this children's charity yeah that's such a cute idea um so he asked mark if he wanted in on it and mark agreed so mark had a pretty sweet item that he wanted to auction off it was the original conceptual drawings made by the production crew of star wars episode one um it wasn't until after the standathon ended that Drew realized the drawings were fakes, but Mark wouldn't admit to it. He was like, "No, these are the real deal." Drew's like, "There's like there's no signature, there's no nothing. Like you definitely just drew this." That's so um, fucked. But he would not admit to it. So that's the kind of lies we're talking. It's like weird, long-winded, doesn't make sense. Um <laughs> So he sounds from, like quite the character. Yeah. Um from 1999 to 2004, Mark lived in the US and he returned home uh, oh, he bounced around a lot because apparently he returned home in 2008 after getting married for the second time. Uh, he worked a string of random sales jobs, first at a paper company and then an alarms and security company. Why did that just pop up? That was so weird. What popped up? My mic app just popped up in the middle of my reading. He's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, he had a bunch of random jobs, but he hated the nine to five life as we all do. And he decided to do something about it. He decided he was going to make a fan film of Star Wars and live out his dreams of becoming a filmmaker. So his first film was called Star Wars Secrets of the Rebellion. You it was can't filmed- just like take other people's ideas and make movies. I, I think like, there's like a copyright thing around that where it's like if it's a parody or something, you're allowed oh. to. But like, yeah, it's it's a really popular thing. Like a lot of people do. I didn't know this, but there's like a whole community of like um like Halloween movie like fan movies like oh, um, really? Michael Myers Halloween and stuff. Oh, I had no uh, idea. It's it's I don't understand it, but it's like a big thing apparently. Okay. Um, I mean, if you're trying to like be an up and comer, sure. But <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, he made the movie. Uh, it was filmed on green screens at his old college in the summer of 2006. And it actually gained a little bit of a cult following. Like I said, apparently it's a thing. And he made it onto the local news. Uh, his former instructor said, quote, he transformed our new studio. There were sewing machines. There was woodworking. It was just impressive. It was like being on a legitimate movie set. So this guy like put everything into this and he was really serious about it and he was really good at it. Um, So his success gained the attention of investors who agreed to finance his second movie called Day Players. So he's getting some serious buzz. Like he, he almost had a future. Um, 
In September 2008, he started watching Dexter. He loved it, and he started watching from the beginning to get caught up. He, like, did a full binge and everything. Uh, actually, later, in when he was arrested and in jail, he bought a TV just so that he could watch Dexter. Same, though. Which, I didn't even know you could buy a TV in jail. I didn't know that was a thing, but Absolutely apparently not. it is. Um, like, I don't, like, out of everything, you're just like, no, I need, I need to watch Dexter. Of all That's shows. All I could think of a hundred other shows. No, well, no, I really did like Dexter, but it's one of those things where I'd only watch it once, you know? See, like, I would be like, can I have a comforter instead? Like, can I have <laughs> yeah. a A nice fluffy pillow? Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> um, so this, the show inspired him to write another movie. This time it was an eight minute short horror film called House of Cards. So this movie was going to be about a killer who lures men off of dating apps uh, who are on there to like cheat on their spouses, uh, which I find interesting because he met his second wife on a dating app. So I wonder if there was like some backstory there. Maybe he was with his previous partner still while on the dating app. Yeah. Um, I couldn't find anything on it, but that's my theory. Um, anyways, at some point during the writing process, he decided to get really deep into his research. Um, on October 3rd, 2008, a man named... I fucking looked this up and forget it already. Gil, I think G-I-L-L-E-S. Gil Tarot. He was on his way to his first date with a woman named Sheena that he had met online. Sheena. (laughs) I used to have a boss named Sheena and she was so mean. Really? Um, That's that's what I thought about the whole time I was writing this. I just think about Vanderpump Rules. There's a girl Mm. named Sheena on that show. Just picture her. Yeah. Um... Sheena, she sent directions to her house, but would not give the actual address. She refused to give the number, just like a like a turn left here, turn right here kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she ended the directions with, quote, the garage door will be open for you, end quote. Um, <laughs> so, Gil arrived at the location and ducked under the partially open garage door, only to be grabbed from behind. A man in a hockey mask, like, like Jason, but it was black. Mm-hmm. Um tackled him to the ground and zapped him with a stun baton the masked man pulled the gun and placed duct tape over gil's eyes while he was on the ground he had one of those uh if i'm gonna die i'd rather go my way than his way moments and this is like what he said so i guess quote um so he stood up ripped the tape off of his eyes and grabbed the gun he quickly realized it was made of plastic and he knew he had the upper hand in that moment so he he fought and after a struggle he ended up escaping from the garage but he never reported the attack because he said he was <coughs> excuse me my mom's mowing the lawn and i'm horrifically allergic to it <laughs> and i'm dying um but yeah so he never reported the attack because he said he was like embarrassed by it uh that he got tricked into it like that i guess um That's bizarre. so just like one week late. <laughs> yeah he he comes back don't worry um just one week later, another man named Johnny Altinger was on his way to his first date. Three days later, his family started to worry when they hadn't heard from him. Uh, that day, on the third day, they received a strange email from him that read, quote, Hey there, I've met an extraordinary woman named Jen who has offered to take me on a nice long tropical vacation. We'll be staying in her winter home in Costa Rica. Phone number to follow soon. I won't be back in town until December 10th, but I'll be checking my email periodically. See you around the holidays. Johnny. That's so fucking weird. So they called the police. Because um, obviously it was not Johnny. And they reported him as missing. Uh, Johnny was smart and he forwarded the directions uh, that, that his date gave him onto one of his family members. It was like the early 2000s version of sharing your location. Oh my you know, God, you could share that. location yeah. on iPhone. Um, 
So his family gave the uh, directions to the police and they followed the directions to that same garage from earlier. Um, They didn't know it at that time, though. So it turned out that the garage was being rented by an aspiring filmmaker, and it was Mark. Uh, He rented the garage to shoot his horror movie in, and that's what he told police when they arrived. Their initial sweep of the garage led to the discovery of splatter and pools of blood in sort of every area. And Mark explained that it was fake, part of an execution scene that he was filming. However, Mm -hmm. when investigators questioned one of the actors on set, uh, they asked how much fake blood was used that day, and he replied, quote, none. So they brought out the old luminol and found human blood throughout the garage. Um, during sure the police, they did. <laughs> yeah, it apparently it was like every area, like on the walls and shit. Um, during the police questioning, Mark talked about his love for Dexter and the whole vigilante thing. Uh, it was then that investigators realized that the garage kind of resem- resembled a crime scene on Dexter. Uh, so they had plastic sheets over the windows. There was a table that, uh, like the blood splatter was on with like cleaning supplies around it and everything it was laid out i i would not say it was an exact replica because i saw pictures but like i kind of get what they're going for yeah um so police discovered an external hard drive with a file called quote my progression as a serial killer slash sk confessions um mark claimed that these were notes on a screenplay he was developing but they were just too creepy and too detailed and police had a feeling that these were notes on the murder of johnny altinger not the screenplay um this guy was like a fucking idiot he was psychotic so the only thing that was sort of stopping police from like charging him on the spot was there was one line in the files that stood out so mark wrote about a victim that got away but he never named the victim police thought they could lean into this and try to find that first victim so they gave a press conference showing the hockey mask on television and our good friend gee guy Giles, whatever his name is was at home watching the news when he saw it being held up by one of the officers when he realized someone had been murdered he came forward with came forward with his story which confirmed that the notes were not a screenplay which means mark was fucked um good for him for coming forward though absolutely um in june i scrolled too far 2010 mark prepared to take the stand at his trial to argue that he had quote accidentally killed johnny in self-defense uh he said he would disclose the location of his remains and he ended up drawing a map for the investigation or for the investigator sorry and gave thorough directions similar to how he lured the victims in the first place so he wouldn't give an address he gave a set of like turn left turn right and he like drew on a map yeah So the directions led police uh, to a manhole that was covering a storm sewer where they found Johnny's remains. Slight graphic warning here. Uh, He had been dismembered and Mark did something really gross that I won't repeat because like even just typing it made my skin skin crawl. Um, It's on Google if you want to read it. I thought it was gross. It's not like sexual in nature. I'll probably tell Danielle after anyways, but I just didn't want to say it. So while preparing to cover the trial for the Edmonton Journal, an investigative journalist named Steve Lillibun, I think, got a surprise call from Mark. Uh, So Mark wanted to talk to the journalist and tell his story the way he had intended it to come out. So this was another like, I'm an artist. Does he want to be like the next movie? Yeah. Like, he's very dramatic this whole time. Um, So he, uh, so... 
Oh, fuck. Sorry, I fucked up. Steve asked Mark to explain what drove him to kill and what made him the creepy fuck that he was, to which Mark replied, quote, It would appear that I'm unique in the world. There is no key, no root cause. It is what it is, and I am what I am, end quote. So he's very much, like, pulling from movies and stuff and, like, trying to yeah. make it dramatic. And he wants his name out, basically, is what I'm getting from this guy. That's so um, annoying. Like... On April 12th, 2011, he was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years. He is currently being held at the Saskatchewan Federal Penitentiary. I tried so hard. I thought Saskatchewan was going to be the word that fucked me up. So I like really concentrated (laughs) on that. (laughs) There's never Um, a perfect sentence. Never. (laughs) There's always one really good word and the rest of it's just shit. Uh, so in all fairness, I don't really know much about these victims, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that they were not also serial killers or murderers. Um, so they may or may not have been cheating on their partners. We don't know that either. But um, if he was inspired by Dexter, why did he kill two seemingly innocent per- or sorry, try to kill two seemingly innocent people? Dexter would not do that. No. Dexter only killed bad guys and did his work beforehand yeah and made sure so, he had the proof that this person was actually bad yeah there was nothing to go like either way in the articles as if they were like outstanding citizens or like shitty people so mm. i'm gonna guess they were just perfectly neutral human beings and probably weren't serial killers or anything like that so leave dexter alone <laughs> absolutely that's <laughs> that like, was the end of that that's fucking twisted though yeah I mean, he's you could tell he was a wannabe filmmaker just by the way, like, he was so dramatic. He, it's almost like he was trying to make his life into a movie. Like, he did all yeah. of this so that people would talk about him and then he'd be, like, the next Zodiac or something. But everyone's talking about him because he's a fucking loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Canadians are wild. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to do a Canadian case this week. I don't know why, but I specifically Googled Canadian like, true crime. I love how all of, like the american like serial killers i'm not saying they're cool in any sense but i just mean they have more of like a skill set unfortunately yeah. <laughs> whereas like a canadian serial killer is just like guys oh what year is it hold my beer <laughs> <laughs> like, it is very canadian it's very on brand <laughs> especially alberta yeah but this guy was a creepy whole new world. fuck. I didn't like him. No. And I hate that, like, they, they paired him with Dexter just because he said he watched it. I feel like that's unfair to the show. Right? It's and that's like... honestly the driving force behind why I did this episode. Like, how dare you? <laughs> we just want everyone to know that this is not accurate. This guy is fake. Fake news. Fake fan. Fake fan. Didn't even watch the series. Yeah. Doesn't even know what's going on. But... That was crazy. And I just love that it's Canadian. Fuck. <laughs> I thought you would like it. <laughs> so funny. I love it. I'm fucking dying down here. I need to tell her to turn the lawnmower off. How is she mowing the lawn? It's 840 at night. Because she wanted to wait till it was not as hot out. I mean, I guess that makes sense, but it's also dark. And I can't mow the lawn because, like, literally the windows are open and I'm dying. So if I tried to mow it, I think I'd drop dead. <laughs> You'd be like, nope, this is how I go out. Oh, God. <laughs> So on that note, come be our friend. <laughs> yeah, come talk about Area 51 and Canada's crappiest serial killers. <laughs> you know how um, there's the, the FBI's Most Wanted show? There should yeah. be like a Canadian version where it's just like dumbest killers. <laughs> oh my god, we have so many. Should we do like, that for Canada today? <laughs> <laughs> we should. 
um but come hang out with us our instagram is a spooky hour podcast our twitter is at spooky hour the email is the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com that's, that's it, it. That's all be our friend yeah and until then stay, stay spooky stay spooky okay bye okay bye guys <laughs>